from 90.3 RLCW VPH FM Piscataway. It's the core news for the week of February. Actually, for the week of Monday, February 21st. There are actually lots of weeks in February in which you can hear many kinds of awesome core news. But this week, we've got the WikiLeak of the week. Some local news delving into some of the seedier crime happening in our nearby environs. And speaking of environs, there's the environmental news with Nana, where you can find out about a zero-waste conference that was held right here in the Livingston Student Center last week. Justin's here with some music news. You can find out what's going on this week in the world of music, and then Katie will tell you what you can do this week at the Rector's Zone, also here in the Livingston Student Center. We've got the Sherman Tanks Oscar picks sent in from uh, from a remote location. And, of course, a bevy of Rector's student activities if you've got those middle-of-the-semester doldrums and you're just itching for something to do. But first, here's Amy Bronstein with the war update on Iraq and Afghanistan. President Obama's proposed budget allotted $540 billion for the Pentagon and war efforts. Domestically, programs such as heating assistance for the poor and elderly and community action grants were cut. On Tuesday, February 15th, the Afghan government accused women's shelters of promoting poor morals, drug use, and prostitution. These shelters are often the last refuge for women fleeing abusive marriages or families, and if the government takes control of them as it is trying to do, these vulnerable women could be turned out or over to their families. On Saturday, February 19th, attackers wearing Afghan army uniforms attacked police and soldiers as they lined up to cash their paychecks. The battle, which took place in Jalalabad, left 18 dead and around 70 injured. In Iraq, inspired by pro-democracy protests throughout the region, Iraqis took to the streets to demand better services and greater accountability from its government. On Wednesday, February 16th, demonstrators in the city of Qat, calling for the resignation of a governor, were fired upon as security forces tried to disperse the crowd. At least three were killed. On Tuesday, February 15th, the main source for the Bush administration's claim that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction then the reason for invading Iraq, told The Guardian that his story was a lie. Rafid Ahmed Alwan al-Janabi, an Iraqi defector, admitted he had made up the WMDs, which were used to convince the Coalition of the Willing to go along with the 2003 invasion. I'm Amy Bronstein with a Core News War Update. This is the Core News on 90.3 The Core, streaming and podcasting at thecore.fm. And now for the WikiLeak of the Week. H.B. Gary, an internet security firm that had targeted WikiLeaks and its supporters, has had to pull out of a top-tier internet security conference. After CEO Aaron Barr had suggested hunting down and unmasking grassroots WikiLeaks supporters on Facebook and Twitter, Anonymous, an amorphous hacker forum, set their sights on Barr himself. Emails and correspondence from H.B. Gary seem to show a willingness and ability to break U.S. law to bring down WikiLeaks and have led to the cutting off of many business ties with the former security giant. H.B. Gary had to go so far as to pull out of a high-profile RSA conference on Internet security, where they had been scheduled to deliver a seminar on how to confront the WikiLeaks threat. Also, the Italian daily newspaper L'Espresso reported that WikiLeaks cables show the top U.S. diplomats thought Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi to be a laughingstock, saying he has become the symbol of the incapacity and inefficiency of Italian governments when it comes to confronting the country's chronic problems, while maintaining that if the U.S. took Berlusconi by the hand and made him feel important, he would be the best possible ally. 
Berlusconi has faced several sex scandals and related challenges to his power, the most recent of which is a lawsuit alleging he paid for sex with an underage prostitute. I'm Amy Bronstein with the Core News WikiLeak of the Week. You are listening to the Core News, and next up we have Sarah Morrison with some local news. Two New Brunswick Parking Authority officers are sentenced to probation and jail time after stealing over $100,000 from the agency. 30-year-old Thivio Aliskar is sentenced to seven years in prison. Hiham Sadi will get 364 days and three years probation. Aliskar and Sadi are part of a group of men who had involvement in the theft ring, and those men are currently awaiting trial. The convicted men need to repay the money they stole, and they are no longer allowed to hold state jobs in New Jersey. In more New Brunswick news, a police officer with the New Brunswick Police Department is accused of performing private security jobs while on duty with the police force, which is not allowed. 20-year veteran Sergeant Victor DeFilippo is charged with third-degree theft and has resigned from the force. His next court hearing will be April 8th. Middlesex County Superior Court Judge Frederick DeVisa is retiring after 42 years on the job. DeVisa worked in law enforcement since 1968 and served as presiding criminal judge for nearly 15 years. He is retiring at age 65, five years before the mandatory retirement age for a judge, which is 70. Injured Rutgers football player Eric Legrand made his first public appearance in four months last Saturday night and a benefit in his honor. Legrand, who sustained injuries severe enough to paralyze him from the neck down during a football game against Army in October, has made large strides in his recovery since then. The benefit was part of the Eric Legrand Belief Fund, with profits going to support Legrand and his family during his recovery. The driver of an SUV that struck and killed an Edison man on Sunday is now charged with leaving the scene of an accident. Francis Fervil is accused of hitting 32-year-old Michael Lacco shortly after midnight on Sunday near the intersection of Route 1 and Ford Avenue in Woodbridge. Lacco later died from his injuries. Fervil is being held on bail. The weather tonight is cold and chilly, reaching a low of 16 degrees with a 30% chance of snow. With some snow showers hitting much later tonight with a pretty strong wind of 16 miles per hour. Tomorrow will be partly cloudy around 36 degrees and it'll get chilly again tomorrow night with no snow. I'm Sarah Morrison bringing you the local news every Monday evening on 90.3 The Core. This is The Core News on 90.3 The Core, streaming and podcasting at thecore.fm. When we come back, you'll hear some ecological news. You'll find out what's happening in new music what's happening this week at the Rector's Zone, and much, much more. That's when the Core News returns, right after this. This is the Core News on 90.3 The Core, streaming and podcasting at thecore.fm. Now, it's time to find out what's going on in the world of ecology and environmentalism with Nana. And this is the 90.3 The Core Environmental and Eco News Update. So far in Recycle Mania, which is going on right now at Rutgers, we are winning the Gorilla Award. Yay! Recycle, baby. You can check out how we are doing Rutgers-wise anytime, not just when I'm telling you, at recyclemaniacs.org. Now, last Tuesday, I went to a zero-waste seminar here at Livingston Student Center. Here's what I came away with. Americans, each individual American throws away five pounds of trash a day, while an individual in India, one pound per day. I went home vowing to get to one pound a day or less. Right now, I am at one and a half pounds per day. There are two people in my household, and we're we're pulling out three pounds of garbage total. (laughs) 
Counting trash instead of recyclables will help us reach goals that counting just recyclables won't. Berkeley College in California counts trash. We can too. I learned more about how single stream recycling works once it leaves Rutgers. It goes to a big processing plant in North Jersey and is sorted using state-of-the-art equipment. And I was very impressed by Rutgers University professor Dr. Kevin Lyons, who is in charge of green purchasing at Rutgers. This professor takes his students on archaeological digs on the landfill, looks at all aspects of green practices, including how does this item of trash arrive here at the landfill and its use. And when Rutgers purchases something, even the root and gas consumption is taken into consideration so as not to waste precious resources. Turns out it saves money, too. He works with various corporations helping to develop green purchasing practices. This is very cool. M&M is developing packaging that dissolves when the last M&M is gone. How cool is that? To learn about Scarlet Going Green, visit procure.ruckers.edu slash green. Zero waste is a journey, and you can't achieve it if you don't try to get on the journey. Each person matters, even you. Okay, so now there's one more news item I want you to see. There is a good report about the Gulf of Mexico on Yahoo News entitled, Scientists Find Gulf Bottom Still Oily Dead. All right, maybe some more snow tonight. We will see. And that's it for the eco Environment News Update. Thanks for listening. This is 90.3 The Core. And that was Nana. And this... Well, this is The Core News, streaming and podcasting at thecore.fm and flying through radio waves to your personal radio device on 90.3 FM. Next, it's time to find out what's happening in the world of new music. Here's Justin Magic. The lineup for the 2011 Bonnaroo Festival was announced last Tuesday. Headliners for the three-day event include The Strokes, Eminem, and Arcade Fire. This is the 10th annual Bonnaroo Festival, which has been held every year in Manchester, Tennessee. The festival will take place from June 9th to the 12th this year. Arcade Fire have announced a worldwide tour in the wake of their recent Grammy win. The tour begins in April and will take them through the Midwest and the South. After the Bonnaroo Festival, they will be heading to Europe for more tour dates. Along the way, they will be joined by a variety of bands at different stops, including The National, Aquaville River, and U2. Radiohead surprised the music world last week when they announced that their newest album, The King of Limbs, would be released the following Saturday. The band surprised the world again by releasing the album a day early on Friday. The King of Limbs' short track listing and length has led many to speculate that it is only the first part of a larger album, although Radiohead has made no indication that this was their plan. The physical copy of the album is still slated for release May 9th. Former Neutral Milk Hotel frontman Jeff Mangum announced a string of solo tour dates that will take him along the East Coast this fall. Mangum will make stops in Toronto, Boston, New York, Asbury Park, and Jersey City during the tour, which will run from August to November. Now here are your 90.3 The Core charts for the week of February 15th. At number 10 was British Sea Power with their album Valhalla Dance Hall. Number 9 was Ian Axel with This Is The New Year. Number 8 was Is Growing Faith by White Fence. Number seven was Away From You, an EP from Oberhofer. Number six was a singles collection by the radio department entitled Passive Aggressive. Number five was Rooney's Eureka. Number four was This Moment, an EP from the French Horn Rebellion. Number three was Iron and Wine's Kiss Each Other Clean. 
Number two was Cage the Elephant with Thank You, Happy Birthday. Number one for the second week in a row was The Decemberists with The King is Dead. This has been Justin Magic with the 90.3 of the Core Music News. Hello, everybody. This is Andrew WK. You're tuned in and listening to RLCWVPH Piscataway. My name is Andrew WK, as I said earlier, and you are listening to the news on 90.3 The Core. Hi, this is Katie from the Rucker Zone, and this week on Wednesday, we have Buzz Time Party at the Rucker Zone at 9 p.m. We have Buzz Time Trivia Tournament with an extended appetizer menu, ice cream, and floats, all for free, courtesy of Rupa and Buzz Time. As always, the winning team will receive a $15 RU Express gift card and a chance to compete in the championship at the end of the semester. Register your team by 8.30 p.m. on Wednesday, February 23rd. On Thursday, February 24th, after Rutgers on the runway in the Livingston Student Center, conclude the evening right at the Rutgers Zone. Immediately following the end of the show, continue the energy off the catwalk at the best place for food, games, entertainment, and more. And come unwind with a complimentary ice cream cone. At our Zone Late Night from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m., a cure for the common Thursday, courtesy of RU Shore and RASRR. Free tokens are available also. On Friday, February 25th, from 7 to 11 p.m., we have karaoke. Our new Friday programming series is now underway. Rupa presents live karaoke the last Friday of every month with complimentary sample appetizers and drinks. No singing experience required. Keep an eye out each week for our new event every Friday at The Zone. For more information, visit zone.ruckers.edu. I'm Mike Duhane, Rudy Giuliani's campaign manager, former political director of the Republican National Committee, and you're listening to the news on 90.3 The Core. And now, the snow may be slowly coming to a halt, but the Sherman tank is still covered under an avalanche of schoolwork. He couldn't come in and read this to you today, but he did send in a few of his thoughts on the upcoming Oscars. I'll tell you who the Sherman tank thinks should win, and who he thinks will win, and then after the Oscars are over, we'll see how he did. You can play along at home. If you've got an opinion on who should or who will win any of this year's Oscars, then you can email your guesses into news at thecore.fm. If you're right, maybe we'll, uh, you know, give you a prize or something. For best original score, the Sherman Tank feels that Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross should win for their score to the social network. And he's pretty sure they will actually win for that. For best cinematography, Black Swan by Matthew Libatique should win, but he feels that Inception by Wally Pfister will probably come out on top. For best animated movie, The Illusionist should win, according to our friend The Sherman Tank, but he thinks Toy Story 3 will probably run away with the award. In the screenplay categories, we're pretty much in agreement with the Hollywood establishment. For best adapted screenplay, The Social Network by Aaron Sorkin should and probably will win, and for best original screenplay, the King's Speech by David Seidler seems both deserving and likely to win. For Best Supporting Actress, Haley Steinfeld is deserving of the award for her performance in True Grit. This is actually her introductory film role. But Melissa Leo in The Fighter will probably win. Her co-star in The Fighter, Christian Bale, will probably win for Best Supporting Actor. And for Best Actress, Natalie Portman for Black Swan should win, and she probably will. For Best Actor, the Sherman Tank thinks James Franco's performance in 127 Hours should be deserving of an award, but he thinks it'll probably go to Colin Firth for his performance in The King's Speech. Best Director should be David Fincher for The Social Network, but it'll probably end up being Tom Hooper again for The King's Speech. 
And finally, Best Picture. The Sherman Tank was looking forward to Black Swan for months, and when it finally came out, he was not disappointed. He thinks it should probably win for Best Picture. But Academy voters do tend to favor the classy over the creepy, so he thinks the King's Speech will probably win the big prize. Don't forget to tune into the Core News to hear the Sherman Tank's Oscar wrap-up. You can look forward to that in the very near future. And that is this week's Entertainment Rundown. That was sent in to us by the Sherman Tank, who couldn't make it in to talk to you himself this week. But don't worry, he'll be back soon. Now, it's the middle of the semester. You've taken some midterms, you've written some papers. And you know, it's all just kind of the same. You've been to the dining hall, you've taken the bus, you've met your friends at the Rutgers Zone. You just you need something like a little... A little bit of spice, right, to to perk up this midwinter season here. Well, an excellent thing to do is to join a new student activity. There are about 300 groups that you can join here at Rutgers, ranging from debate clubs to, say, radio stations to, uh, you know, well, some of these that we have here for you. So straight from the horse's mouth, here are some activities that you can join right here at Rutgers. Rutgers University Semper Fi Society. We're an organization devoted to helping Marines and getting uh, people interested in the Marine Corps and uh, its culture at the university. Uh, I like the events we get to do, holding discussion panels and uh, having social events for the members of the organization. Always Faithful, uh, short for Semper Fidelis, which is Latin for Always Faithful, is the Marine Corps motto. Uh, you can email me at dbcomito, C-O-M-I-T-O, at gmail.com. Read the Rutgers University Book Club. We read and discuss books, short stories, poetry, plays. It's all, we, have, we vote on what we're going to read and it's kind of very relaxing. You don't have to come to every meeting, just what you're interested in and come eat some food and discuss books. <laughs> um, probably just the discussion because it's not stressful. I don't have to write a paper on it. Um, and it's I like I can just say whatever I want about it. It doesn't have to sound smart. <laughs> so yes. www.eden.ruckers.edu backslash Tildelda. Thank you, Tilda Reed Club. Rutgers Pre Dental Society. We like to serve as a place where pre-dental students can come together and sort of share their information. So we have students who've learned a lot over the years, and we like to share that wealth and give opportunities to visit dental schools, meet deans, and meet current dental students to sort of get a feel for what they're in for. Um, I think that really just the coming together and the networking of the students is a really good way for people to know what to look for and sort of have a camaraderie among, among all of us. Our website is eden.ruckers.edu slash rudental or if you just google search Rutgers Dental Society it's easier to find that way. Blaustein Public Service Association. We are a service organization out of the Blaustein School that works to do public service and community service in the New Brunswick Piscataway area and get Rutgers students together and involved in their own community. BlaustinePSA at gmail.com. Rutgers Association of Marketing and Strategy. Sure, it's pretty much like a networking. We get a lot of our Fortune 500 companies come, talk about job opportunities, internships. Yeah, we have a, a website, we have a Facebook group, uh, best way to get in touch with us, and we're developing a new website as well, so people get in touch. Uh, the Rutgers Chemistry Society. Um, yeah, we just uh, have events, um, lectures from people in industry and the university to interest chem majors and people interested in all the sciences. 
rcs.rutgers.edu is our website. You can sign up there for an email list. Okay, Rutgers, Rutgers Debate Union. We're probably the coolest organization on campus, and we go to different places and debate at tournaments. RutgersDebate at gmail.com. The organization is Public Relations Student Society of America. Absolutely. We're an organization dedicated to the world of public relations, trying to improve your skills and make sure that you're prepared after college to enter the career and to make sure you're able to have internships and opportunities in the public relations field. My email, which is my first name, atif at eden.ruckers.edu, or Daniel Polsky, which is our president at Yampolsky at which is Y A M P O L S K Y at Eden.Rutgers.edu. Rutgers University Women in Neuroscience. Um, we invite women neuroscientists from all over the country to come to Rutgers and give seminars about their research and um, help mentor students. Our email is RUWINS, so R U W I N S at dls.rutgers.edu and you can also find us on Facebook if you search RU Wins. The name of our organization is the SEBS Pre-Med Pretend Society. Basically, we're a club where we meet and like-minded students in the pre-med or pretend and we help them to get there. Facebook group. Uh, it's under the SEBS Pre-Med Pretend Society. If you type it into the search box, you'll find us. SES students, welcome to... Rutgers University Mountain Patrol. We work for Rutgers Police and we're a student security force that patrols the campus just to keep it safe. Rutgers, RutgersMountainPatrol.webs.com or you can email me at tinker at eden.ruckers.edu. Oh, pilot me. Um, we mentor kids in the New Brunswick and Highland Park areas um, and we try to encourage them to stay in school and go to college. A contact email is rupilotme, all one word, at gmail.com, or you can find us on the Get Involved website. Hindu Student Council. Actually, we are a spiritual, uh, we talk about spirituality and philosophy of Hinduism rather than just uh, talking about uh, the religion itself and making people aware of uh, spirituality. It's hsc.ruggers.edu. That's all for this week's edition of The Core News. We will be back next Monday at 7 p.m. right here on 90.3 The Core. Or you can catch our podcast anytime online at thecore.fm. If you've got any questions about The Core News, or some comments, or some suggestions, or you'd like to join The Core News team, or you want to tell us how much you like recycling, well, for any of these reasons, you can email us at news at thecore.fm The Core News has been brought to you by Amy Bronstein Sarah Morrison Nana Justin Matchick The Sherman Tank Stephen Yannick and Mindy Hoffman Stay tuned because as always, more great Core Radio is on the way <laughs>